Hello and welcome to the Press Start Podcast, your weekly gaming news podcast, reviews, previews and everything to do with Xbox gaming. As always, I am your host Ash, joined by my co-host Shane. Uh, We're on episode 31 of the podcast now, Uh, those numbers are soon flying by. Um, This week we're going to have a bit of a catch up on Call of Duty, there's been a week full of Call of Duty action for both of us. Um, we're going to catch up on a bit of what's our favourite maps and so on so far, um, as well as catching up with the latest news from the past week. But before we get on to any of that, Shane, how have you been since the last episode? Yeah, very well. As you said, um, great gaming week. Uh, it's been a very busy week uh, business-wise as well, which is always good. But yeah, gaming, like you said, Call of Duty. Uh, we've we've yeah. fair give that some stick this week. Um not afraid to say I'm enjoying it as well. Really, really enjoying it. Um, but I've also been been on Football Manager uh, this yeah. week, which has been unbelievable success. Um, so for those of you not aware, I'm a Leeds United fan. I got Leeds... I can hear the boos already. I can literally hear yeah. people booing over Mike. Um, but yeah, I'm a Leeds United fan. I got promoted back to the Premier League and my first season in the Premier League finished eighth and got them into Europe. Um so that and Call of Duty, I'd, I've been met up this week. Absolutely. Yeah. Great week to game. That is. Yeah. Yeah. So how's your week been? Uh, yeah, it's been uh, another week of work. Uh, can't say much more than that, really. But yeah, got got through that. Um, and then <laughs> gaming through wise, that. I like it. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> got I'm dragging my way through. Um, Call of Duty, obviously, like we're going to discuss in a minute, has been the, the dominant one, the dominant thing for the week. Uh, and then, as I said last week, I'm very into City Skylines 2 at the minute. Yes, um, but we can't talk too much about that. It's we can't, secret. no. It's, it's I, I said to you today, didn't I, it's, it'll be good when you actually get the console version so we can actually yeah. talk about it properly because I'm I'm obsessed with videos. I'm watching, there's a there's a guy that I've followed on YouTube for years called Corrales, and he's a, he's a big simulator player as well, and he creates some great content, and he's... He's another one of those. You know, the detail is like... Is, that, is he the one that you, the picture you posted up today? Is that the same guy? No, that was oh. just from the City Skylines Discord. But, that was um, incredible. Yeah, that, it's, that. it's unbelievable. The others you sent me the um, other day, because you keep sending me these, don't you? This is what I want to yeah, do. In this little other. teasers. And not too bothered about them. They were all right. But that one today, that were impressive. I were impressed. Yeah, it's, um, it's very good. And I'm starting to learn... I've always done it as a bit of a... I like to try and make them look nice, but I don't play it probably as simulator as you should. And I'm doing it a little bit more now. I'm taking it, you know, block by block, road by road, putting everything down where you want it, making sure every... Because you can put all sorts of different stuff down. Obviously, I'm not going to go into... No, definitely uh, don't go into detail. Yeah, I can do things... You can do things better on this one and make things work a bit better, and it's good. But, I am uh, looking forward to it. I mean, we've said it many times, haven't we? This were one of our games of the year, but... Oh, yeah. I just... My PC will easy, easy run a game like that, but it's just one of them. I don't want to start getting into using my PC for gaming. It, it is work only, and yeah. I just don't think I'd have the discipline if I see the icon of City Skylines 2 during the week that I'd get any work done. But how nice think, has it been? I think you'd enjoy it on PC. Yeah, I probably would, because I do prefer simulators on PCs massively. I really, really do. But how nice has it been this week that we've both... Obviously, we spend pretty much every night in a party together when we're gaming. Yeah. But how nice has it been that we've both had a solo game, so I've been running Riot with Leeds, you've been building a city, 
but then also to have not just me and you, but a group of five or six of us back together on Call of Duty it's this week. It's been amazing. a really nice sort of... I think it's almost poetic that we did a flashback with our origin story a couple of weeks back, and it's literally felt like that this week, hasn't it? It's literally felt yeah. like 16 years ago all over again. It has, and it's been nice because nothing changes you know we have our good games we have our bad games we have the, the rage is still there you know the 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 great games that the communication is still there you know yeah. we still yeah, we yeah. still we just go back into our natural thing you know and we 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 can be on a match in you know let's say for example quarry which we were just playing before we went live yes and you can be on the top floor of the the one where you can climb up the ladder in the warehouse to the very top and I'm shooting somebody down. If I'm on that rooftop with you, I can say he's up the top of the ramp in between the two fence posts. Yeah. And, and you're on it. Bang. Yeah, sniping. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, it's awesome. The communication is still there. And, you know, we've had, there's been multiple times this week where we've had five or six of us on together. We managed to get Tom to buy it. Obviously, me and my brother have got it. You've got it with Dave. And, you know, we've managed to just get this group together playing like we used to, and it's it's been great. And it has, it's been incredible. Yeah, it's and been and, really to, and to give the listeners uh, a bit of an insight into what it looks like when me and Ash are playing together, if you've ever seen uh, the TV series SWAT, which we're big fans of, <laughs> that's how me and Ash yeah. move in a game of college. We're incredible, aren't we, together when we get when we get going? Yeah, I think I think that's the thing. I think, like I say, because we've done this for so many years and the same group, you know, like we said in the Call of Duty episode that, you know, some of us have played together now for approaching 17 years. Mm. And, you know, we just know how we work. If I know whether it's you, whether it's Tom, whether it's Dave, whether it's Jack, whoever's in a room with me, you know that it's, you know, if 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 we know there's somebody around that corner, I'll go around the corner, for example, and I'll say clear. And we, you know, we know we can yeah, run down out. that corridor then. We know we can go into that room. We know, and it is, it's, it, yeah, it's as tactical as it can get. And yes, we have our bad games. You know, we've had a few oh, games God, where yeah. we've we've hated the maps. And, you know, we'll, we'll discuss in a minute some of our favourites. And in some aspects, we're quite opposite with some of our favourites, aren't we? There's some that I love yes. that you absolutely hate. And then there's some that you, are some of your favourites are the ones that I cannot stand and think they're some of the worst ever made. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and yet we, we enjoy it still the same. Yeah, it is. It, it, it's, I, I've just enjoyed that this week, you know, it's, it's been a really good mix of, yeah. you know, I've enjoyed my single player game in Football Manager. Um, and I've, you know, also enjoyed sort of being back as a team. And I think the biggest thing for me is obviously for a lot of years now, five or six years, I've fallen out with first-person shooters. Yes. It's been difficult to get back into them and stuff like that. But I'm really, really, really enjoying Call of Duty right now. Really enjoying it. Yeah, I'm glad. I mean, when so I cool. played the beta, obviously, it was it was one of my sort of missions, if you will, that because there was a bit of interest from so many of you, I had to make this beta, even though at first I thought it was horrible as the beta went on i had to sort of play it up a bit because i thought i want to get i want to get us you know there's a few of you that have showed interest for the first time in years you know there are all the old school maps if i if i make it clear that this beta was good in the end and we had some great games on it and you know big up the modern warfare 2 maps and this is like going back in time for a slot i thought hopefully i'll get a few of us going i knew dave was interested in it anyway and you know here we are we're a week in and we've been on as a squad of five or six 
most nights, haven't we? But it's how funny were last Friday morning? Do you remember last, well, dinner time-ish? Do you remember last Friday dinner? When Call of Duty I came out? and saw, yeah, and I saw that you so, were at home on the game. Yep. So I'd finish work early, as I always try and do on a Friday, but what I'm getting at is, so I'll paint the picture. Uh, Ash sent me a message instantly. He's obviously sent me, come online on it. I'll take it your phone. You get alerts on Yeah, your phone. phone notification. So, yeah. and he's like, you're killing me. Uh, and so I'm like, sorry, but, you know, I've finished work. I've got to have a go. So an hour progresses and, and Ash is like, how is it? So I'm like, ah, it's fucking shit. I don't like it. It's ridiculous. Like, it's the same as always. It's close quarter combat. Everybody's running about like headless chickens. Hate it. I'll be refunding this. I want my money back. So Ash at this point is replying to my messages, giving every reason <laughs> possible as to why this is good. Oh, no, but it's fine. Like, you just need to get used to maps. No, like, things have just moved on a little bit, the way people play it. So it's just getting used to that. But honestly, I think you'll be all right. If you just give it a couple of modders, you just give it a week. So this went back and forth for about an hour, and I were only winding Ash up. Yeah. I was really enjoying myself. And eventually I couldn't <laughs> take it anymore. I was like, I've really got to let him know that I'm just taking piss because he would seem to be getting really upset. It so, just, it was... <laughs> I, I messaged Ash back. Friday night pictured. I had this Friday night. of We've, we've, we've all said we're going to get snacks and drinks and it's a night of Call of Duty and I'm sat at work waiting, pleading for time to go so we can all get on it. You it was jumped cruel, on early. I love it. I love it. it yeah, was and I thought... You're killing me, yeah. But I thought I can't. I, this I'd let it go for about an hour, didn't it? We're about an hour, maybe yeah, an hour and fifteen It went on for minutes, ages, and I thought oh, I'm gonna have to break him. I can't leave him like this at work all day. <laughs> so I messaged him and said, "I'm only winding you up. I'm having a really good time. Like there, there's some maps and obviously bits that I don't like, but it's just getting used to it and that." Um, and I should, I, re, I just remember the reply. He went, "Oh, thank fuck for that." You know, I was nearly sat here crying then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But no, it, so, it, were, it, were, it were only a wind-up. I'm really, really enjoying it. It's, it's been a good week. Good. So, so, your favourite obviously, map? Yeah, we, we've obviously said that the maps are we're a bit to and fro with different maps and that in the minute. Now, one of my, obviously in the Call of Duty special that we did a couple of weeks ago, I did say that one of my favourite maps ever was Terminal. Mm. Now, in this one, I'm still enjoying it. It's not probably my favourite of the game at the minute. Oh. it's we've had some good games well i've had some good games i know it's one that you don't get along with and i know dave don't no um, probably my worst if i'm honest yeah now it's not up there as my favorite anymore at the minute but i'd say potentially at the minute which again the two that probably you again don't like really at the minute but for me is underpass which Hate we just it. played yeah and um i had another one that i was just about to say and i forgot it now i've said underpass Oh, um, sub base. Yeah, I don't mind sub base. Yeah, there's I, I've thrown a few paddies in there this week, can I? In sub base, yeah. but no, as a rule, I don't mind it. But I think the reason I was throwing paddies earlier on in the week with that is because I was trying new guns and they were just awful. So yeah. I just needed to get out and get my gun, my normal gun. I back. think so far uh, on sub base, that's been my best game so far. I think I had a twenty-eight for six or something. And nice. that's been my best map so far. But um And your worst yeah, I mean Well, do you do you wanna tell us your favourites and they're probably them? My favourites, uh so I would probably say one of my favourites is Karachi. Hate it. Um I absolutely I love that map. I, I enjoyed it on the previous one, but uh, but I, I can't I, remember I, it. I like it even more on this one. I love yeah. it even more on this one. Um and probably high rise. 
I really I enjoy High Rise. I, I enjoy, you know, if it, again, High Rise is one of them. It depends how people play it. If, if people, yeah. you know, want to just run around with an SMG, it's not quite as enjoyable. If you get just a couple runners and, and others want to try and have a sniping match where it's it's superb from building to building. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's one of them that depends how it's played. But And so is Karachi, to be honest, but... But yeah, they're I probably my two. I can't get on with Karachi at the minute. I've, I don't think I've had a positive KD on that at all yet. I know we've only probably played it six or seven times. Yeah. To be fair, I I've think we've it, only I've played it a couple it. together. And I always seem to do bad when I'm in with you. Oh. But when I play that on my own, I absolutely <laughs> love it. It's right frustrating. I'll um, tell you a map that I still love. I love Rust. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. You've had some really big paddies on Rust this week, haven't you? Yeah, you've had it's... some... Big, big. My point with Rust is it's not a bad map. It's an iconic map. You know, it's it's one of the memes of Call of Duty history, you know, one-on-one, but, you know, 1v1 on Rust and all that sort of thing. But it's not, for me, Rust isn't one like, for example, Karachi. I don't like that, full stop. <laughs> but Rust is just like a shipment or a nuketown in terms yeah. of it's a small rapid-fire map where you're either going to go 25 for 5 or 5 for 25. Yeah. It's just hit or miss. It's one of them, isn't it, where, you, like, back in day and that, we sort of Modern Warfare and that, it would just pull out your P90, put double tap on it, make sure you've got two two or three grenades that, you know, perks yeah. that give you more grenades and just start lobbing and shooting. Rust, Rust is, a, is a lot like shipment and that as well, where if you're trying to unlock things for your weapon, mm. take that in there and yeah. just spray. Yeah. You're going to walk away with a load of kills and a load of grenades and all that sort of thing. So it's good for that. Mm. Um, one of the maps that I'm really enjoying again, and it was one of my favourites back in the day as well, is Estate. I love Estate. With yeah, the, you uh, see, I used to love that. And house. then the start of this Call of Duty, I want so much. Now I'm in, starting to enjoy that. Yeah, uh, I think I think it's it, one of them one. that I remember, but I only remember like certain aspects of it, like obviously yeah. the mansion and things like that. And and that I was just kind of re-familiarising myself with it. And now I have. It's I'm starting to enjoy that one. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's got anything of... you don't like about Call of Duty? Is there anything that you... Um, yeah, there's something that I'd straight away, if I could go to the producers, publishers, developers, you know, yeah, the developers and sort of say, this is awful. It's the daily challenges to unlock your weapons thing yeah, that they brought into this one. I think it's an awful, awful decision of a way. I know... It's forcing you to play it game, isn't it? Yeah. I get it that it, you know, you get three daily challenges a day and for the majority, it's three challenges that you need to do to unlock your next item. But there's some things like your kill streaks, like your big kill streaks that are like eight. So that's yeah. almost three entire days of gameplay unlocking nothing else, assuming you get all three unlocked daily challenges every day. You know, yeah. to get one kill streak, and they're big kill streaks that you're not going to get that often anyway. Obviously, obviously, some people will if you're mega, mega, insanely good at the game. But you know, I've played it now since I've sort of got the armory in that over the last couple of days. I'm trying to unlock a couple of the three bursts that are obviously new Modern Warfare three weapons, mm. and it's been throwing things up. And it's like I, you know, get something like ten kills with marksman rifles, which I don't use. I probably won't use. I know part of this is obviously to try and encourage you to use more weapons you wouldn't normally use, you know, play differently to get these challenges. But you know when it's like, I just want to get to level 28 and unlock the gun that 
I want at level 28. I don't want to have to do this challenge and then queue up the next thing for the next challenge. And, you know, it's it's such a backwards way of doing it. And I know that a lot of players don't like it either. Yeah, no, I I don't like it. I mean, for me, just go back to the days where you, you, you have to get headshots or a certain amount of kills or whatever with that gun so that it unlocks the new sites for it and the yeah. new stuff for it. It not, you know, and unlock them at a level. So yeah, if yeah, you don't, exactly. if you don't want to, if the AK forty seven is not open from the beginning, then I don't know, reach level twenty seven and you get it. You know what I mean? It, that it does frustrate me. But I think that yeah. would be probably the only thing. I think um, um, that I would the only other on. thing that it's a bit of a. I think a lot of us don't like it, and it's been in the game for years now since the they've changed seasons and that. But the old, I want the old rank system back with prestiges and yes, that. yes, like. You hit 55 and you just stuck the limit till the next season. And I still don't fully understand how. I think you get another round of 55 levels with every season or something. But it's like, just give us the 10 or even 15 or 20 prestiges with yeah. proper badges. Back in the day, you'd get your prestige badge and, you know, you had your all the way up to the 10th prestige with the big gold badge and that. And it's like, that was another thing you worked towards. Mm. You hit 55 so quick. That it's just like, I mean, obviously we're not we're not hit 55 yet, but give it another week or two and we will. And that's it yeah. then. You're done with the rank until the next season. And it's just like... Yeah, I love it. I better. mean, Gold Cross 55 will always be the one that were the most memorable yeah. for me. And I was in the top like 1,000 in the world back on Modern Warfare to achieve that. So, yeah. but yeah, I think for me, them like it's them days are gone. They, they feel almost gone, don't they? Um, it's it's, which it's evolved back. yeah I mean Call of Duty as a whole has evolved massively compared to where we were you know yeah. back in the day when we first played it and I'm okay it. with that but I think some things you know that don't need fixing if they're not broke yeah you miss some elements and you know obviously the game has evolved to stay up with the, the style of play that exists nowadays it's a lot faster it's a lot more competitive and you know people like to be doing a lot more of the what I call like obviously the halo jumping and all that people jumping around corners and sliding around corners and yeah. drop shotting and that, which I hate, but mm. you know, it, it caters to them more than it does. Like what we've said, another little thing that we've said that we just don't like is the glint from sniper. Yeah. Lenses. Yeah. Really. Because it's ruined snipers. You can't, you just cannot snipe anymore without the, thing uh, is, the team you, seeing you. Do you know what? With, with the glint, I wouldn't mind if, you know, you were sat in a place where the sun were beaming down on you yeah. because it'd be realistic. Um, and then obviously you try and position yourself like any sniper would to position yourself where the sun wouldn't get it, it, it and get the glare. Um, yeah. But yeah, the fact it's just there constantly and they've made it even worse on this one because if you want to get a, a, a better scope that zooms in further, you get a larger glint, which really annoys yeah. me. It's just there permanently. I'd, Really annoying. Um, so yeah, I would take that away, but you know, it's somewhat we can. It that it is what it is in it. I suppose. Yeah, to try and make the there's game nothing. Fair, but... There's nothing major in it that I'd sort of say it's awful. You know, it's it's a terrible experience. You know, it, the game plays well. Yeah, we've had some really good experiences on it, and it. You know, we've had some great. But not games, everybody but... thinks that, do they? Because of the no. recent reviews, well, not even legit reviews. We don't think that that this is where, yeah, this is the the main point of this. 
we're obviously heading on to the article that was posted a few days ago about review bombing. Yeah. And Call of Duty is the latest corporate. It does my head in. It I really just does. don't. I just don't understand. Well, I don't. Under, one, I don't understand who's got the time to go just do this on a regular basis yeah. with games, and I just don't know why you would. You know, Starfield felt you know sort of enemy to it, didn't it? But I suppose I understood that PlayStation players out there that were you know sort of pissed off that they weren't getting it were always going to do this. But with this game, I don't. I, I just don't know, like, why? It's just, I mean, we've we've said before and we, we've said about um, gaming as a whole, there's some, there's some incredibly toxic mm. traits within the gaming world. You know, there's a lot of trolls. There's a lot of people that will go out of their way, like you say, bring a game down. You know, as a studio, let's, let's say as an example, um, 343 could announce the next Halo, and all they've got to do is announce a trailer that's a minute long with... A glimpse of Master Chief, and already people will be onto that YouTube channel to mark it down, to criticize everything about the trailer. And it's like you've seen 60 seconds of a trailer. Yeah. It could potentially be a game. couple of hundred hour game. Yeah, exactly. So and that's the problem. I just, it's, I think for me, it, you know, obviously, risk, you know, risking the danger of not being politically correct, but I don't really care in this case. Is I think they need to get a life. I just, yeah. if you've got time or you've got the energy or you've got the thought process to just go and do that, just for the sake of it, then I think you need a bit more entertainment in your life and, and, and a bit more going on. Because I just well, don't understand was... why anybody would sit there and think, oh, that'd be a great good idea to go do yeah. that. I... This was the point of the article, really, the fact that you can't trust reviews anymore. Like, no. Obviously, we, we can make up our own decisions on games before they even launch. You know, we can sort of look at games and go, that looks great. I'm going to get it regardless anyway. You know, ha yeah. we've never really relied on a review to decide for a game for no. us anyway. But no. if we ever, you know, if we were ever sat in a point, let's say, for example, Avatar that's due out next month for you, I'm not getting it. But there's, you know, if I, if I find the time, I might watch the two Avatar films and maybe consider getting it at some point. Now, yes, I'll take your review for it and, you know, anybody else who gets it and so on. But if I was somebody who would then go and read a review, I couldn't do that knowing full well that half of these reviews are a load of rubbish. Yeah, it's just I mean, people... it, one thing that annoys me and, and annoys me more these days, I might have mentioned this before when we've spoke about reviews and, and I apologize if I have. But, like, I see it a lot in my job. Obviously, I, I build websites and software and things like that for a job. And you get people that I've seen businesses ruined because one person, I'll give an example. I won't mention any names, but I used to look after a catering company. Um, and one person went on there. They had a bad, bad experience. And he's a very, he had unbelievable reviews up to this point. Um, they he didn't actually do the job. A member of staff did. Apparently, they were a bad experience. Believe me, it wasn't that bad um, yeah. when described. And this person, because he give only half of their money back, fifty percent of their money back, decided to rally up all their friends and family and leave bad reviews on Facebook and Google reviews, and it ruined his business. Shut down. Yeah, he had twenty five years of five star reviews and lost his business because of that. And it's like I've always said, and I always encourage my family and friends to leave good reviews if you've been somewhere good, be it a hotel, a restaurant, or whatever. I always say to my friends and family, please, take the time to go on and leave them a positive review. Yeah, I do it because, through like, TripAdvisor. Yeah, 
Because, and the reason I say that is, be, and I'm guilty of it, I'm included in this up until, you know, quite a few years ago. But if I went on holiday, for example, and went to the hotel, it were gorgeous food, it were a beautiful hotel, staff were unbelievable. I'd come back and if anybody asked me, I would say exactly that. Oh, it was stunning. Beautiful food, staff couldn't do enough for you, they were ace. Never would I leave a review. However, had yeah. I had gone, the bed sheets were dirty. You know, they, they didn't change them the whole week I were there. The staff were rude. I'd certainly come home and leave a bad review. And it made yeah. me think, like, people are so easy to leave a bad review, which I'm not saying there's out wrong with that if it's a genuine bad review. But people are, not they will bus, always uh, 100% go leave a bad one, but they'll never leave a good one. Yeah. So, no, that's and it is, true, it's a shame. Is. It is a shame. Um, and like I said, it's impacting gaming, movies, everything these days, isn't it? Because there is just trolls out there that yeah, there's just, just want to bring anybody down. There's just of people, whether it's based on a studio, whether it's based on a game, whether it's based on the console exclusivity. And it is, you know, we we said, <coughs> pardon me, we said at the launch of Starfield, you know, there was a lot of nines, a lot of tens, and then like IGN come out and give it a seven. Yeah, and somebody else. But didn't they do that with Call of Duty as well? Didn't they give that like a oh, seven and a half? We, we've already said, haven't we? We've... Like some of these other companies now that do reviews and that, you just can't read into them because half the time it's like the person who's wrote the review, if they ever properly played the series, and yeah, they, you know, they just given that game and gone, you know, go and make it, and it like you know, go and play it and review it, and it's like you've got no history with it to sort of look back on and go, it's a fantastic, you know, this and that because. You do read some of them. We, uh, I think we might have brought this up previously. When we waited for the launch of the original Jurassic World Evolution. Yes. And the night before it launched, we stayed up for the midnight launch, didn't we? Yep. And again, I think it was IGN that when it was reviewed, I think they give it a four or a five out of ten. It was shocking, wasn't it? But however, they have gone back yeah. and re-rated it, haven't they? Shortly after. I, I the don't know. Yeah. But... At the at the time of thingy, people were commenting on it, and once we got our hands on it, people were going back to it, going, "Whoever wrote this review, they should be just, They should be out of yeah, a job." It's 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 nowhere near reflecting when all the other reviews come out again, and you're getting nines and you know eight and a half nines and all that sort of thing. Five just didn't cut it. No, that was absolute rubbish, and we played it, and you know that that initial night, you know it. As you do, sometimes you see a score from one of the bigger review gaming reviews companies and you think, oh, God, you know, that that's not good. But Starfield was exactly the same and just, uh, Jurassic World was the same. And, you know, we've played many other games where the, the big boys in the gaming world who obviously have influence and something that we're not going to go into, but there's a lot of talk online at the minute about an Xbox tax, which is basically yeah. if it's an Xbox exclusive and if it's something that has was initially open to everybody but now it's owned and exclusive to xbox and so on and on game pass some of these big boy studio big boy game reviews companies are almost taxing xbox at least a point or so off the review score yeah for whatever yeah. reason you know it's it's a bit more again it's a bit bitter out we, there we, isn't it? yeah it's 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 very toxic and you know i could completely kind of agree with some of those comments with regards to xbox getting some negativity for that but 
I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying as in, I'm not saying, know, I mean, I'm not saying that as the in, thing I'm is, saying I, think I do agree that there I think probably is a bit of a tax. Many, many jobs out there, let's be honest, many jobs, especially if you're in the care sector or, you know, the NHS hospitals, all like that. And, and many, many other jobs have got uh, like what they call it, sort of a care of duty, aren't they? Yeah. It's, and I think that's what people in that job should have because people are out there relying on you as a credible source to tell them, you know, is this game worth play, playing? Is it worth paying for? And this, that and other. And when people are seeing fours and fives, you could potentially destroy a studio um, yeah. with an inaccurate um, sort of tale of what that game involves. So I think it's disgusting. And I think that having a tax on anything because they're on a certain console or it's exclusive, it, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, I mean, and you, I can there's, honestly there's say, be... even if somebody offered me back pocket change and it were a good amount, I would never sell out like that to say, no, no, it, it's, I, not, I it's will no give. good. No, it, it, it's, you know, let's do this properly. If we're going to do it, let's do it properly. I mean, you know, sometimes the bad reviews are justified. Gollum, for example, oh, earlier this yeah. year. And that's know, it. I'm not it against bad reviews. As long as they're accurate. But, you know, when you when you open a game like Starfield, which I know some gamers have said they weren't as impressed with it as, you know, they'd hoped and all that. Fair play. If you didn't like it or you thought it was a bit underwhelming, that's fine. We've enjoyed it. Oh, but, I love it. You know, at some point you've got to look at it, you know, on the fence as a as a completely level playing field and go, that game wasn't a seven. It was at least an eight, maybe an eight and a half or nine. You know, it's it's very good. It's a vast game. There's loads to do in it. There's so many different avenues of yeah. story and. You I know, think with that game, people like that. are marking it down because they're saying like a lot of the planets are barren. It's like, well, you were told this before yeah. it got launched. Twenty percent were going to have. Yeah, only twenty percent have life on it. So, you know, the opportunity is there that these barren planets. I, through DLC and updates, might not be barren anymore. It might bring new storylines. You know, there's. But what I don't get is you're downgrading it on something you already knew before. It yeah, they didn't came. hide this detail. No, so it's like I that, I don't understand. I don't understand why you're saying it's rubbish because of that. When you, a you were already aware of it, and b that's a planet that you could make have you know life on it by putting all your staff on there and building whatever on there that you want. I think. That's where opportunity comes, and I think that's where some people are maybe not broad enough minded on a game like that to make it your own game and make yeah. it yours. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, we could do this all night, couldn't we? So, so we'll 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 try and fire you through some news. Um, yeah, let's have some uh, news. Good updates, opportunity. Shall we? Good opportunity with Xbox. Speaking of, um, if you're a Willy Wonka fan, um, you can win um, a sort of limited edition Xbox that it looks like chocolate. Um, and it's based on Willy Wonka. Um, so it's basically through Xbox sweepstakes. Uh, and you, all you need to do is go on to Twitter, go to the official Xbox account. Uh, you'll see their post and you just need to retweet it with the hashtag Xbox Wonka sweepstakes. Um, and you've got until the 14th of December to do this and you must be aged 18 and above. In that bundle, you can win an Xbox Series X custom console inspired by Wonka artwork, a standard black Xbox wireless controller, 
a custom Wonka-inspired storefront console, stand, and display, a custom Wonka-inspired Xbox wireless controller. These are a mouthful. A three-month subscription to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, an edible chocolate Xbox controller, and uh, an edible chocolate bundle as well. So, yeah, if you fancy uh, knowing down on a chocolate controller and when you send an Xbox, head over to the official Xbox Twitter for that. I've entered, have you? Uh, I haven't, actually. I've seen and it. Yeah. And oh, I've, I've, I've just not got around to I wouldn't it, keep but, the console. Uh, I'll tell you what, if you I win it, keep it, I wouldn't keep it, no. If I win it, what I will do is I will put it out there for one of our listeners. How's that? Oh, nice. There we You're go. not getting the edible controller. <laughs> it looks that. good though. The, the, it does. Like, the it, yeah, it looks really cool. And that. It looks very yeah, good. Yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah. It just looks now, like a big bar of chocolate, doesn't it? But I'd it probably does, bite yeah. into the wrong thing. I'd probably try and bite into the console <laughs> and realise it. Have you I've seen have one. you seen the trailer for the new Wonka film? Uh no, I mean I will be honest, I, I you're gonna hate me, but I'm not I'm just not a big fan of Willy Wonka. I just and yeah. even as a kid I sat I there and I thought this is absolutely tosh. Um so yeah, uh, no. The, the, the bit I find the weirdest bit is, I think I think I think it's Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant is the um one of the new Umpa Lumpers in it. Like of all the character of all the actors that you could pick, you've chose Hugh Grant. It's just a bit of a weird <laughs> casting, but the trailer looks good. Um, yeah. Other than that, it it. It's something I might watch, but we'll we'll see. Maybe wait till it comes to Netflix or something. But uh, yeah, yeah. So moving on to another game that is obviously it just seems to be sort of coming on leaps and bounds with every update is Halo Infinite. Um, there's like a mid tier, a mid season, uh, season five extravaganza update. Um, Operation Combined Arms, uh, which is offering a twenty a free twenty tier Operation Pass. Um, with loads of customization rewards and so on, multiplayer content. Um, it's already active and it's running until the 19th of December. Uh, there's loads of in-game goodies with like avant armor, vehicle coatings and all this sort of stuff. Um, with it brings a few new rejuvenated maps through Forge from Halo 3 again. Uh, Guardian, The Pit, Narrows, are some of them. Uh, as well as a bonus new map called Critical Dew Point, which is like a uh, collaboration with Mountain Dew, which is a weird crossover. But yeah, it's very green, that map, as you can imagine. But um, yeah, you know, 343 Fair Play to them. The game didn't launch in its best state, but by midway through Season 5, I think it's in a pretty solid spot now. Yeah, yeah, we've said it many times, haven't they? But they've looked after it since launch. They have, um, yeah. Uh, updates keep coming, and that, I suppose that's all you can ask for, isn't it? Yeah, it's, that's that's it. It's, it's in a pretty decent spot now. Campaign wise, I'm still not sold. It was I, I never even finished it because I just couldn't follow it. I wasn't not very impressed with it. No, but multiplayer wise, it's good. There's some great maps on it, and it plays incredibly well. Yeah, it's um, it, it, speaking of games that are not in a good way or not launched in a good way, and being guilty of review bombing that we've just been on about is um, New Ark, um, Survival Ascended, uh, being delayed for the consoles again. So we got a report um, two days ago, didn't we? Two days ago that it was being delayed. And yeah. uh, we've had another report today. So, so basically two days ago, they said, don't worry, it's still going to come this week. 
this, that, and the other. Um, obviously, it's had a lot of problems over on Steam since it debuted last month. Uh, they said it's still coming this week. However, today they've said it's delayed by another week um, yeah. for the console. So I don't know whether this ties in. I, mean, I don't know if they've actually said this, but I don't know. There seems to be a lot of games that are having these console problems, um, and it seems to be down to the S, doesn't it? I think there's got to be some serious... If this is the case, I'm not saying it is in this in this case, but... If this is a consistent problem, which we now know of at least five or six games that have had development issues because of the S, which then delays it for the X, I think there's got got to be some serious, serious chats going on for the next-gen consoles that maybe don't do a weaker console. Yeah. Because this is... It's putting setbacks all over joint, isn't it? Yeah, it's not allowing those that got sort of brought into the Series S side of things, my brother included, you know limitations are there that initially weren't quite clear we knew obviously in terms of space you didn't you only got like the half a terabyte yeah but you know i mean he's oh we've both said haven't we we think he's got a bit of a dodgy one anyway oh um, god yeah he's, he's we, we've told somewhere. him he needs to do a factory restore at some point because his can just kick him off it can kick him off a game. It can kick him off the internet. And, and the thing is, it's not it's... random. It's consistent, isn't it? If he goes from yeah. one game to FIFA, he, he won't be able to play. It'll just boot him out. Yeah, so it's just, consistent. It'll just from the it's party. definitely a bug. But, um, yeah, you know, there's been a few games now where it's a little bit like it doesn't quite live up to the expected standard with no. uh, the Series S, which is a shame. And when you're getting games like Call of Duty that are taking 140, 160 gig, the poor lad's going to have two games on his console and he's done, isn't he? Yeah, he oh. didn't think he was going to be able to actually get Modern Warfare until he did a bit of a chop and change and found yeah. room. But it's, yeah. yeah, it's a very limited Which when you've console. got a bad yes. internet, it's yeah. not great, is it? You know, when, yes, there is obviously the Series S now with the one terabyte storage, that's better. Yeah. But, you know, as a whole, I think just do what you've done every time. Just release the, your standard console with all its power, all its glory. And then, you know, if halfway through it's life cycle you release an elite or whatever you do okay but don't yeah. release a a downgraded version if you will because it it's clearly shown it's not worked well quite that's as well. it i mean we, like i said we haven't got confirmation that that is the problem with arc but one game it has had a problem with and we'll tie that in with this is Baldur's gate 3 now we know that that game got delayed because of the development issues on yeah. uh series s now, we've reported over and over and over over the weeks that Baldur's Gate 3 is still set to release on Xbox in 2024, which obviously we are running out of time. There's only like six weeks left of this year, which is crazy in itself. Um, but Baldur's Gate 3 have said that at the Game Awards next month, um, they will announce the exact date that we are going to get um, Baldur's Gate 3. So the 8th of December yeah. is when the Game Awards start at 12.30 in the morning, uh, our time, on the Friday, the 8th of December. So that is when they will announce the exact date that we'll get Baldur's Gate 3. I'm hoping they say it's out now. That would be gorgeous. They could do, yeah. Because it's only chance. leaving three weeks. It's only leaving three weeks. Or are yeah. they going to do something never done before and release it on Christmas Day? Who knows? Who knows? But Who you're going to find now. out on 8th of December. Another fantastic transition. Talking of game awards, shall we discuss a couple of the games that uh, have been nominated through Xbox and Microsoft for the game awards? Now, 
the big snub that people thought might have got there, we obviously voted for it ourselves, but didn't make it into the Game of the Year category was Starfield. Um, it failed to secure a spot, which it was. it's disappointing. You know, we, we'd hoped it had at least got the acknowledgement of, you know, in the run-in for it. Um, but yeah, Xbox has done okay. Weirdly, the one that's done the best was like a completely unseen unknown game which is hi-fi rush mm. um that's had a massive one that's up for best art direction best score and music best audio design innovation in accessibility best action game um incredible really? to the, yeah that's five, you know, five, that's five nominees yeah it's, wow yeah um with the innovation in accessibility uh, diablo 4 and forza motorsport are also in that category uh, Starfield is in the category for best RPG. Uh, Forza Motorsport gets best sport or racing category, and Diablo 4 gets best multiplayer. So 10 spots for Xbox within the Game Awards for one of their games. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a shame that, you know, none of the major games are in that Game of the Year category. But No, no, it's surprising. Really, really surprising. Yeah. But, I mean, don't get me wrong, there is, there's very stiff competition this year. Isn't there? The Baldur's Gate 3 in there and yeah. um, the the new Spider-Man, that, that does look incredible. Um, so, yeah, it's disappointing, but at the same time, understandable. It's not like, the, you, know, the, you know, the games in there don't deserve it. Um, but, yeah, along with the Baldur's Gate 3 announcement, so will the winners of all those categories that Ash just mentioned. It'll all be December eighth, yeah. and we'll uh, once the awards have been on, we will have a now probably a podcast covering. Yes, we the will. Awards. Um, so now, one thing I'm really excited for uh, December in general. I not only is it Christmas, which is my favourite part of the year. Not only have we got the Game Awards, which is always an interesting one, but we've got Avatar, the Frontiers of Pandora. Now, this game I've been waiting for for ages. I love the movies. Uh, you haven't seen the movies, have you? Which is I haven't. No. Really disappointing. Really, really disappointing. I th- do you know what? I think uh, they, you'll love them. It's proper fantasy stuff, and I think it'd be right up your street. Um, but I can't wait for this game. Um, so now the beauty of it is, like the game has hit gold status before it's even launched on December seventh. Uh, is when we get it, and they have also announced. The developers have announced this week that in twenty twenty four. Um, Avatar will get two new story packs added to it. So we don't know too much on them. Uh, one of the, the first one that will release around summer 2024 is called the Skybreaker story pack. Um, and so it will be followed by Secrets of the Spires that will come out later in the year in autumn. Um, so Ubisoft describes these upcoming releases as follows. In the Skybreaker story pack, Confront an enigmatic shadow and partake in thrilling aerial combat. Meanwhile, Secrets of the Spire's story pack will take you on an adventure to unravel the mysteries of a newly discovered canyon region. So with that story pack, it sounds like we're getting a brand new region put onto the map. Um, And there is a trailer on there, so you can head over to our website, press-start.uk, and you can see the sort of snippet trailer. Uh, and it looks like in one of them um, that there's a lot of mining going on that you're t- for the people that you're taking down in the RDA. 
So they've took over this place. They've got loads of mining vehicles, and it's up to you. I can't wait for this game. I can't believe that you're not going to get it. Like, just I riding think... about on your banshee. Yeah. And, oh, my God, it looks... It just looks so, so pretty. Oh, I can't wait. I love these yeah, movies. I'm, I'm hoping it does go well. I'm hoping because it looks good. It looks very it good. It looks incredible. I mean, like, I, do you know what? Out of all the guns and the different sort of weapons that are in that game, I can honestly see me playing this like I play a Tomb Raider, which is I just wonder about with bow and arrow getting headshots. I, I absolutely love that about Tomb Raider. And the more and more I see about this game, I, I kind of get that feel about it, that little fantasy feel that I want that bow and arrow and sneaking up on the RDA and stuff. Oh, it just looks... I mean, you need to watch the movies as well, though. I think that's I think that's why you get excited about it, is if you've yeah, seen the yeah. movies and, and you, you're kind of a fan of that world. I think that's... Because Sam, you were saying Sam's excited about this as well, is it? Yeah, when, when we brought uh, Avatar up last week, he messaged me. Apparently, last week's episode was like prime Sam. You know, right. there's so much content that was all about like what he loves, and Avatar was one of those uh, from last week. Like, and he's very much excited for it. So, yeah, Good. There's, a, there's a fan there. Sam, get with me and pressure Ash into watching these movies. Seriously, this you're missing out. I mean, James Cameron is an absolute genius, and and he you know directs this movie. So, yeah. Ash, you need to get on it. But Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora, like I said, December seventh, that's coming out. Two story packs in, in 2024. So speaking, you know, like we're just saying about Halo, looking after a game in the future, this looks like one, um, you know, that, that Ubisoft are going to look after um, for a long time to come. So I am now, super, super excited. I might I might see if I can, if I find the time and the patience to do it, I might sit down and try at least the first Avatar at some point soon and see, see what I think of it and let you know. Good. Now... One game that launched just before Starfield launched, which we were, well, I, I, you'd obviously played it before, but I was obsessed for a couple of weeks on the lead up to Starfield was Age of Empires 4. Um, I was very impressed with it. It was the first time I'd properly played of Age of Empires and I, I really enjoyed it. It's another one that obviously went on to the back burner because of all the big launches and everything. However, now live is the new update, which is uh, update 9.1.176, uh, which brings new maps, including Canal, Gorge, and Rocky River. Uh, it adds Empire Wars to Quick Match uh, and also has made some game fixes and improvements, including making walls easier and simpler to build uh, and some new AI updates. Um Loads of bugs, balances, all of that sort of stuff is now there. Um, the free Sult the Sultan's Ascend expansion is what it's actually sort of known as. It is free. Uh, the no, sorry, the update, the update is, is free, free. Yeah, but the Sultan Ascend expansion is twelve forty nine on the store, which brings obviously a load of new content and everything with it. Yeah, new um, stories and stuff. I, 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 this is DLC I will buy. And by the way, you do get a, a small discount if you're on Xbox Game Pass. I don't quite know how much it is, so it'll be a little bit cheaper than £12.49. But I'll, I will get back on this game, definitely. I mean, I'm a, I've always been an Age of Empires fan. I've loved this series from the very beginning, but... Do you think, and I know I would really surprised how much you were enjoying it. Do you think you'll get back to it when 
Um, Sam's right. You I think, think so. Something you'll potentially, pick yeah, because I was enjoying it that much, obviously, not just for the actual game, but for the historical lessons. Oh, that they were here, one of the videos. They yeah. Quality, and, you know, modern day views of the castles and that, and then, like, you know, holographic people, like, you know, soldiers and that walking around the ruins and stuff. And I thought it was incredible. And you learn how they made paint and, you know, yeah. all these different things. It's um, imagining, like, the, the, do you remember the, the armor, the, the armor video? Like they oh, had the chainmail. Yeah, the chainmail. They had to thread it all by hand, didn't they? And one person, an average person's armor was somewhat like two million rings, wasn't it? That they yeah, did by hand. Insane. Can you imagine doing that for 10,000 soldiers? Yeah, ten thousand I mean, times two like, million. The, the technology today, they could knock them out in a few days. Whereas yeah. back then, this was all hand forged. And yeah, I mean, I've I've always been a massive fan of history and that. Anyway, I love history. I think it's insane. Like what happened over the last few hundred years, you can't even imagine what you know life was like back then. But yeah, I think that's what I really enjoyed about that game. Once I sort of got the 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 understanding of it and how to play it properly and that. I was, I was enjoying the history just as much as I was the actual game. Yeah, but, I um, Obviously, speaking, we've spoke about a few films and that tied into this week. Uh, have you seen the trailer for Napoleon? No. 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 And do you know when what I haven't seen the trailer of? That, uh, what were it? The, the gorilla one. I still haven't watched that that you told oh, me to watch. Oh, the Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, yeah, yeah which I absolutely good. love yeah. that franchise. I still haven't seen that trailer, so I completely forgot. But yeah, yeah. that Napoleon's there's, there's another good, one on it. Good films coming up, but Napoleon looks very good. It's, um, oh, what's his name? Joaquin Phoenix is Napoleon. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, now, we might go and watch it next Friday, because uh, it's out, I think, next well, Wednesday. Where? Not not we, not the oh. royal we, but oh. uh, not me the royal and, we, me just and the missus. The, yeah. Right, the shit but, we. Um, <laughs> <laughs> your words, not mine. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we've said about maybe going to see it, but I think I'm more interested in that than she is. And right. the other thing that's kind of, I think, put her off more than me is it's two hours and 40 minutes nearly, so it's a long film. See, I love um, that. I love movies like that. Like... The, the the Justice League, the uncut version, like, I, yeah. that was just, you know, Snyder's cut. It was four hours, and people were moaning. I'm like, what is wrong with you? This is four hours to just absolutely I'll, take I'll out and I love absolutely a good film. enjoy yourself. Yeah, I can't. If it's, like, way beyond two and a bit hours, it's like, that's long. I need to like, get into the mood. I, I will say that, I, you, know, it, what, it's, you know, you've got to put the time aside. Specifically, but yeah, God, I'm banging into stuff like that, mate. I, I just think this is this is me for night. This is it. Yeah, but yeah, but, I'm yeah. looking forward to that as well. Napoleon. Well, just treat it to dinner. Just treat it to dinner beforehand. Should be fine. Should be fine. Yeah. If not, let's use the royal way. I'll go with you. Yeah, take a drive down, and we'll go over the weekend. Yeah, it's fine by me. Uh, back onto news then, because we're get, we're getting a bit uh, hot tub and personal, aren't we? Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage. So I mentioned last week there, there were an update that came out last week. It fixed a few things. Uh, I, I also said like I'm I'm kind of done with the game. Like I've already completed it. Um, but they're not stopping there. So next month I believe it is. There's going to be another update uh, on Assassin's Creed Mirage, uh, and it's basically going to add uh, a new game plus mod. Um, so it's going to be a free update uh, that comes out. Uh, 
like I said, next month. Uh, and it'll come with an optional permadeath mode as well. So you die, you're out. It's done. Your game's finished. Um, yes. Interesting. Uh, they're still looking after the game, so 10 points for that. Um, but for me, unless a new achievement comes with it, where you have to do the game uh, without dying, it, it, you know, I, I won't reinstall it to go back on it because I felt... I think like we mentioned before this game came out, didn't we? The fact it we're only 25 to 30 hours to complete were nice because there's a lot coming out. I can quickly get on, get it done and move on. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that's why I enjoyed it as well because it was it was just that little sort of gap filler in between yeah. other games so we could yeah. jump on and have a bit of so, fun. And... I love this. I love the idea. I wish it would have launched with this um, because I would have probably played it with this because my, my aim in an Assassin's Creed game is to be the perfect assassin. I'm in, out, I kill the guy that I'm meant to kill and nobody knows over there. So this is like the perfect way to do it because if you get caught and you get killed, it's game over, you start again. Yeah, now pose a hell of a challenge. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably a lot of frustration and anger in the midst, but I would have loved to have done it, but it's not enough to, to like I said, unless there's an achievement that comes with it um, because I've thousand G'd it and it really bugged me. Um if there were an achievement that I haven't got, uh, then I would go back on it. But otherwise, yeah, I'm kind of done with Mirage now and I'm I'm ready for the next big one. Yeah, well, uh, hopefully as we head into next year, we'll see some more on some more Assassin's Creed. Yes. Um, one game that you're still heavily involved with, I stupidly got invested in it again and again decided I'm not... I'm still not a fan of it. I, I enjoy the sport. As we know, we, we're big fans of the NFL, but I just can't take to Madden. I don't think it feels and plays very well. I know that's not the opinion of most of our group. You guys no. love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, so for those of you that do play it, the season three update um, is due. I don't know. Is it out now? Or I think it's coming out very shortly. Um with it brings a load of updates, a load of bug fixes, a load of changes to the game, just, you know, general improvements to the game. Um, the main update introduction thing with this is a mode called Field Pass, uh, which allows players to assume the roles of legendary playmakers such as Barry Sanders, Bruce Matthews, Darren Woodson, Ted Hendricks, and Michael Vick. Um as part of that, obviously, they're also going to don the uh, cover refresh that we'll see on, you know, the Xbox on your games and apps and everything. There's a season three update cover. Um, Ultimate team programs like the Blitz, Premier and Harvest have got improvements and everything, uh, offering players speed and performance boosts, special players and a host of other additions. Um yeah, and obviously as part of, as you can imagine, the Field Pass program, there's going to be a load of rewards and other things to unlock as well. Um, yeah, you see, that's you know, one thing it's... I love is the programs, like, you know, the Team of the Weeks and things like that. I know many people dabble in FIFA, but I think just Madden just do that ultimate team and that bit better. Like, yeah. You know, it's like I, I, the Thanksgiving. I don't know what it is, but around Thanksgiving time, I absolutely love, like, the you know, the, the, the packs and, and the programs that they bring out for that way. You Basically, like last year, you had to collect a Thanksgiving meal um, and you had to use all those items to then unlock a decent player. You know, it might be rated yeah. like 90 and it, it could be a legend, it could be a current player and stuff like that. So, you know, you'd have to, you'd have to find the turkey and 
you know, you'd have to find the um, the potatoes and things like that. It, it were incredible. It, 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 I absolutely just love the way they do it. There's a good bit of fun involved while, you know, working towards legendary players. And it's not like as unachievable as FIFA. I think that's why I prefer the Madden Ultimate Team because I think FIFA's a bit, pay, you know, pay to win. Yeah, it's a lot And it's more not like that on Madden. Yeah, FIFA. it's like, you know, everybody can achieve like a 90-rated team, you know, by sort of Christmas time. Um, you know, just by working at it. So I absolutely love stuff like this. So I'm really excited for this update. Yeah, so. it's it's uh, it's it's another one. They do fair play to EA when it comes to Madden. They do keep the content going. Yeah, at least do. through the actual NFL season, there's always new content coming. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, speaking of uh, obviously a bit of a theme, Rocky launches games being updated. There's been a lot of that over the last few weeks, haven't there? I suppose it's to be expected as we were in gaming season. A lot of games came out. But can you believe yeah. that Payday Three, with the Rocky launch that that had, and it was fairly rocky. Um, still have her earned enough money to cover the development costs of the game already. Yeah. Uh, obviously, this was one of the more recent articles that was posted earlier, but yeah. it's mad. So um, the game initially was funded fully before launch with a $50 million deal. Um, and basically, yeah, uh, in the first nine days or something of launch... The game had enough sales to cover all development, and it, obviously now it's into like profit, which is very good, especially when you consider that it's also on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. I know obviously Xbox are going to give that's a day, and you know the developers yeah. and that Starbreeze a cut. They're going to get a percentage of obviously. Yeah, they're, they're getting the, they're getting the a bulk payout from there. Aren't yeah, they? but it's still, but, it's still know, impressive that, nonetheless, and having the problems that it had. I mean. They have yeah. released now, I think, two or three updates, haven't they, um, to the game since it launched. And it does seem to be getting better and better. As I mentioned last week, my youngest is playing it. Um, so, and he, he, he said it's quite playable, it's good, it's decent. There's still a, a few issues. Um, but yeah, it, it's good news. It's good news for, you know, that a game like that can still earn that money back it, despite its problems. Yeah, it's always good to see. Um, but that about rounds up the, the, the news updates and the podcast for this week. Um, it does. So thank you to everybody for listening. Thank you for your comments uh, during the week. I know Sam's been in touch again this week uh, with Ash. So we appreciate you listening. We appreciate that there was something in there for you. Um, all and every bit of the news that we've mentioned tonight is over on our website at press-start.uk. You can follow us on our social media. Uh, so from us that wraps up episode 31 thank you everybody it for does, listening yeah. and thank you Ash for your input during the week as always and to you thank you for listening guys and we will see you in the next episode <laughs> <laughs>